The secret to happiness is to align with your soul, but daily life often gets in the way. To keep you on your path, join Linda Manning, transformational coach and healer, for spiritual inspiration and interviews with amazing teachers and healers from around the world. If you are eager to connect with your soul's wisdom, this podcast is for you. This is your host, Linda Manning, with the Trust Your Wisdom podcast, and I'm so glad that you're back. This is a very exciting day because I have my very first guest, the amazing Laura Hackle, and I'll tell you about her in a minute. Just as a reminder, this is a podcast to keep you inspired no matter what is going on in your day. And so we will learn from different healers and from some of the things I've learned on my journey and my spiritual adventures to keep you going in your life. So let me tell you a little bit about Laura Hackle, who is a very good friend of mine and an amazing healer. She's one of the people I go to when I need some help, and I'm sure she's going to be someone who can help keep you inspired as well. So Laura Hackle is a vibrational sound healer and a coach, a mother of three amazing kids, and a mindful mom advocate. And her zone of genius is creating safe and sacred environments. So, you know, when you've got something going on and you need to have that sense of safety, Laura is an amazing person to go to. And she works on the vibrational level. So she calls in vibrations, not only in her sound healing, but in many different ways to release limiting energy, to bring in powerful vibrations and help you experience all the love and support that already exists for you in the universe. So raise your hand if that sounds really good to you, because it certainly sounds good to me. All right. So we're going to start by hearing a little bit about Laura's background. So Laura, tell me a little bit about how you ended up as a vibrational sound healer. What was your path like? Yeah, so um, Linda, thank you for having me on. And I'll say, first of all, that it was many of us expect our path in life to be straight and narrow, and it seldom is. And that is absolutely true with me of how I got to this point. I was actually born into an engineering family. My father was an engineer. My older brother was an engineer. And the we have a saying that's kind of funny because my last name, my maiden name is Zach, Z-A-K. And so there was an exactly right way to do something. So that's where I grew up, right? I grew up without that, that freeform expression of, of any kind of intuition or knowing. And I was the sensitive one. And so I sort of bottled that up. I um, looked into what career I was going to go into. And I picked computer science because I didn't want to be an engineer, but that was still respectable, like what I thought would still be respectable to my family. And I had a, a beautiful time. I learned really early on that I didn't like coding because the code didn't talk to you. Mm. And so I, I worked with my career in technology around interacting with people, managing user interfaces, project management, program management, and I was at a startup firm, so there was uh, like this unlimited ability to grow. And after 17 years, like I knew that part was up. Like I wanted to be home with my kids when they were teenagers. Like I wanted to be more available for them. And it's just like the spark that I had had for work. And I enjoyed my work. I worked hard. I enjoyed it. But I knew that that was done and I didn't know what was next. And of course, that was where the universe swiped, it sort of swooped mm. in and supported me. Um, and a, a friend of mine introduced me to a friend who would become my mentor on this journey. 
And I remember first meeting with her and this is 20 years ago now. And she's like, yeah, I can see you have some blocks in your heart chakra. And I was like, heart chakra? Well, like, what's that? And I don't see any blocks. Like I'm looking down at my chest. And that was the beginning of my journey. And up until then, religion and spirituality were connected to me. Like I was brought up in a religious household. And so that was my spirituality. And this is where I really got to learn a whole different view of spirituality, disconnected from religion, but really connected to me. And so when I first started doing this work, I was the one that was like, intuition, are you sure I have intuition? Because it wasn't something I practiced or grew up with or knew how to recognize. It was a voice in my head, but I had like a whole bunch of other voices in my head too. And that is one of the challenges for people, right? When When they want to enhance or tap into their intuition is to distinguish what voice is talking to me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I basically went on a self-discovery and much to my shock, it turned out that this was the work I was meant to do in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's not ever what I would have imagined, but door after door opened up. And so in the in the same week that Um, my mentor invited me to play the crystal bowls for a group, which I had never touched them before. I had loved experiencing them, but I had never played them. And I was terrified because I was living in the story called I'm not musical. I have no musical talent. And of course this was music. And for me, it's much deeper than that. It's vibration. And so that happened at the same time, the yoga studio I went to, um, asked like, okay, we're doing Sunday wellness events. Can you think of a workshop we could run? And I'm like, um, I think I can bring the crystal bowls and I think I can do that. And 25 people showed up. And, and again, I was like, wow. And that became, you know, one of the ways that, that I started doing my healing work out in the world to be able to share the gift and the magic because in life, we're taught how to take care of our physical body. Mm -hmm but they don't have courses in school and there's not, there's not, it's just beginning to come out that what happens in our energetic body actually happens there first before it comes into the physical. So what are the ways we can clear our energetic body? Right. And so that's what I love about running healing sessions for people is really being able to give them the tools that they need to, to, to shift and change so they can have what they want in life. Cause it's not change for change's sake. It's so that they can live in happiness and joy so that they can create the life they want. Definitely. You know, I know my, uh, my metaphors not aging well, but when I was in college, I took some courses in photography. And so any of you who are older before digital, the digital age, um, and if you had a scratch on the negative, it would show up in the picture. And I've often thought of energy like that, like the stuff that we don't see, like we might see it in our bodies or in our lives, but the actual cause is at the energetics. And it's kind of like that scratch on the negative. If there's something going on in the energetics, then where we experience it is in our lives. And so when we can clear it out energetically, we can shift our lives. Yeah. Great. So, um, and I love how, you know, you just stepped in, even though it was scary. Yeah. 
And you said yes, even though there was a part of you, I'm sure, that wanted to say no, but there was another part, that deeper voice, that intuitive voice that was like, yes, whispering in your ear, go for it. Absolutely. And my path was a little slower because I like I needed the three years to get to a place where I would even be able to consider or hear that. Mm. Because if it had come up up front, I would have been like, yeah, no, <laughs> and gone right back to a corporate job. And my life is so different right now, having done this work. There's so like, I, um, I can see how I spent a lot of my life in relationship to what others needed or expected from me versus any kind of clarity around what did I want and need for myself. Right. And so that was a big, big shift. And, uh, you know, one of the, when you're in that pattern so clearly of supporting others, or I've heard the term people pleasing, and I sort of like that term because that's what it feels like. When you're in that pattern, you believe that you're supporting people and what I found to be true is that when you actually do your own inward journey and you're aligned with your truth and with what works for you, the level of support people get is magnified by a hundredfold because you bring so much more of your power out in the world. Absolutely. In fact, I think I'm going to do a whole podcast on people pleasing because that's such an important topic. And it's so, so many people have that as their experience and myself included. No, yeah. very, very important. So tell me, uh, Laura, I would love to hear an example of maybe somebody that you did um, some vibrational sound healing and what impact that had. Tell me a little bit about how it can shift somebody. Yeah, so um, so the vibrational sound healing, I had a client who um, had recently had a breakup and since her breakup, she had been in the swirly state. We all mm -hmm. recognize that swirly state, right? Where our mind is spinning and going. And um, she came to the crystal bowls. And um, that was the first night in three months that she had actually slept well. So it was able to actually move. What was happening energetically was she was moving from her mind space into her heart space. And that opened up sleep for her. Wow. I have had other um, clients who have come to a session. And what I love about it is afterwards, I'll get these emails like, you'll never believe what mm -hmm. happened. So new job opportunities pop up. I, um, I had a session just a few days ago. And my um, middle son had something he wanted to create in the world. So there were three or four opportunities out there and none of them were moving. And so I, I set my intention for the vibrations to work with him to free up what was in the way of allowing those opportunities in. And he just called me this morning and was like, okay, so this contact out of the blue like I had the meeting with low expectations and they were already in the, yep, you sound like a perfect fit. How much do you, how much would you need to make this work? And off they went to go do their process, promising him an agreement in, within the week. Oh, and so like, so yeah. So like when you think about abundance alignment and, and that's the, the way that vibrations work because every, 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 object in the world vibrates some vibrate a lot less like when you look at a rock you won't necessarily see the minute mm -hmm. vibrations uh, but everything has a vibration and 
when energy, when, what I love to um, think about it is as energy that, you know, energy that comes through us, um, happiness, joy, all the light energies, it, it comes through us and leaves. But the denser energies, the ones of jealousy or anger or hurt or sadness, mm -hmm. those are denser energies and they will often stay in your field even when you're done with them. And know that so many people want to make it like that was a bad energy. And I hold it as it's a lower level energy. It came in to protect you from something most of the time. There was a way in which you fit in the world by, by you know, doing what you did. And now as you go to change that, you, you get to be clear that you're already protected. Mm -hmm. And so because the, by the crystal bowls, um, I use the crystal bowls often and um, people might be familiar with the small metal bowls, which are Tibetan bowls and the crystal bowls. You know, I actually have a 22 inch diameter, huge crystal bowl. It weighs almost as much as I do. <laughs> and, um, and it, it produces the, the clearest vibration and it vibrates at such a high level that what's ready to leave in your field can just pop its way up. And so what I find satisfying about um, my, my crystal bowl playing and working with them to create the magic is that you don't have to be aware. Like in the, as the Western world, we so often want to process what's going on and what we're releasing. And sometimes it's just so old, you don't need to be aware of it. Your body just needs the framework to release oh, support. it. And so, yeah, so, so that's what happens. New relationships open up, new ways of being, um, opportunities. I think about it as the crystal bowls are this creator of all possibilities. So whatever you want to create possibilities in, that's the result that, you're, that you get. And, and it sounds like um, part of part of your process with the crystal bowls is around setting intentions. Mm -hmm. Yes, and um, setting intention, and also this awareness, because so many times we're aware that we have a thought, a pattern, a belief, or an idea that's in our way, mm -hmm. and so it's 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 giving ourselves permission to let it go and then tapping in to see it, it sounds, it used to sound really funny to me at first. So it might sound funny to some of the listeners, but what is the universe calling for you to bring in right now? And for some people that's joy, for some it's love, for some it's security, for some it's the color red, mm -hmm. um, you know, for some they're not sure what it is and that's okay. But it's, it's this, continuing to work on the connection with you because so much in our society we look outside of ourselves for approval for whether we're doing all right for the answer to where we should go next mm -hmm. and yet yet we are linked by years and generations and generations to this inner wisdom we're linked to so much wisdom and in fact that can scare us sometimes because we don't we might not want to feel responsible for it or you know my favorite is what if I make the wrong decision oh yeah that's one of my that, favorites too <laughs> yeah well it implies that you live in a world where there is a right and a wrong decision yeah. and so if you if you if you make the decision that's aligned with what 
what your heart wants. And there's an important distinction there because we often decide from what's the safe, what's what our mind is telling us, you know, is the right decision or the most prestigious. Logical. Um, mm -hmm. So the startup company that I worked at, when I got out of college, it was my lowest offer. It was my lowest offer and I took it and negotiated it up slightly. It was still my lowest offer. And within five years, I was making an unheard of amount of money. And what I aligned with was what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't want to sit in a back room and take care of computers. I wanted to do something client facing. And that was the opportunity for me. So it's, it's trusting, it's, it's trusting those moments. And my head wanted me to take the job that made the most money. But luckily, I was in tune with both. So that I knew like, nope, I'm going to do this because I'm young and I can afford to have something. So it sounds like you even know, even before you knew that you had intuition, you had intuition. <laughs> yes. I just didn't recognize it. it. I didn't way. recognize it as such. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think we all do. I, you know, this is called trust your wisdom because I think we all have that wisdom and the importance is to believe it, to trust it, to take those chances, to make the decisions that align to the heart and not to, not that, that I mean, the mind is important too. We get to include it, um, yeah. but not not exclude the heart and just let the mind run away. Right. And as you say that, Linda, it's really funny because what comes up for me is that's one of those things that's easier said than done sometimes. Mm -hmm. How do you trust your wisdom? And the, the, the really um, simple step that you can take is to begin to look for it everywhere because we find what we're looking for. And if we're finding how we can't trust it, we can find all of those cases. But if we're finding how it served us. So if you look back at life and you look at that moment where somebody told you you couldn't do something and you did it anyway, or that moment where you just knew that it was left versus right, or is this college versus that, or this major, or this person that those are all your inner knowing coming to bear. You recognize. Yes. You know, I love that, Laura. I, I just want to like put a emphasis on what you just said, because, um, and I want to encourage the listeners to follow that, that guidance, because when we look for things and there's all sorts of brain science that supports what you're saying. Um, and my favorite example, the easy one is whether it's um, you know, you're going to buy a new car and all of a sudden you see that car that you're interested in everywhere on the highway and it was there before, but you never noticed it. And now you notice it because that's what your mind is focusing on. And when we focus yeah. on things like, okay, let me look at all the ways I can trust my wisdom, then we're going to get more and more evidence. And for the journalers out there, if you're a journaler, writing it down is really powerful too. Like at the end of the day, where did my wisdom show up for me? And so that's a great uh, technique and tool for increasing your ability to trust your wisdom. So thank you for that. Right. And if you sit down to write, where did my wisdom show up today? And you can't think of anything like don't, don't give up on that day. Like keep it going. It takes a while sometimes when, when we're opening that connection to it, to be able to access it and dive right into it. So my favorite thing to do is, um, when I start to journal and nothing's coming, I'll, I'll do the la, 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 la. I just write la, 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 <laughs> la, 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 because it's while my hand's busy writing 
that the universe has the space to be able to add more into it. And I actually had a, a client the other day tell me it was really funny. She had this great visual. She's like, okay, the la 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 is working for me because I'll be la 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 word, la 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 word, <laughs> la 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 word. And then she can go back and the words all piece together. Oh. And so, so I loved um, that, that imagery of it doesn't have to look a certain way, that it's a process that we're embarking on that starts with deciding like, okay, like imagine what if I could use all of my inner wisdom? Right. And I see this all the time with moms. One of the groups that I work with are moms of LGBTQ kids. And, you know, and it applies to all moms. So we're born, like our inner wisdom is connected to what's best for our child. And everyone around us can tell us what will work best for them, but there's a knowing we have inside. Mm -hmm. And the more we're in touch with that knowing, and it was my children that actually got me speaking into the world because I um, had the opportunity to stand for them in a way I might not have stood for myself at that mm -hmm. time, but I knew what they needed. And, and I didn't want to know what they needed. I didn't want that what they needed, like my kids are like rule breakers, right? So I didn't want to know that what they needed was something outside the norm. I wanted them to fit in and be like everyone else, like at some level, because of all of my beliefs about rocking the boat. Right, or, it can feel um, safer for them or it's more comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so a, a great example of that is that one of my kids, he literally could not be in school for a whole month straight. And if he was, then he would be out for three to five days. He would create illness in himself mm. so that he wouldn't go to school. And when I recognized that pattern, I was like, oh, so how, like, so we'd have these um, skip days where, you know, he could have up to sk two skip days a month. And the school, like, definitely didn't condone that and thought it was crazy. But you know what? He then started missing two days a month and not four or five. So it was a quantum change. And I knew, like, that that's what he needed. So, you know, so that's the thing where we often look outside of ourselves for advice on how to parent our kids or what the neighbors are doing or how everybody else seems to be doing it. And your know, kids are an awesome opportunity to really be able to see where your intuition is at play. Wow, that is so true. And of course, because we each have three kids and they're all so different. And how you parent one mm -hmm. is not at all how you would parent another one if you are in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Great points. And I love what you were saying. I just want to flip back, which is the with the la la la, because there's a gentleness to what you're talking about, too. Like, we get to be really gentle with ourselves around trusting our wisdom and our intuition and not feel like, ah, it didn't show up. Nothing's working. But instead go, oh, let me try a different way. And I'm journaling la 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 until something else comes. And if that's all that comes, that's okay. That self-acceptance is, is really beautiful part of your message and, and accepting your kids for how they are and how they show up, even if it doesn't fit the picture that you originally had. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's many of our journeys in this lifetime as a parent. Yes. Kids are amazing teachers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, they are. All right. So um, this has been great, Laura. I mean, you've you've given us so much to think about and to feel inspired about. I would love to hear from you. What is something that keeps you inspired? 
What are some of the things that you do for yourself or could be a phrase? What, what works for you? So for me, it's nature. Mm-hmm. It's being outside. It's connected to nature. It's, um, it's always like when I'm and at this point where I don't know what's next, nature is my haven, my safe space, the place that I go to get away from it all and then to come back. And the other um, thing that inspires me is um, the quote, like of just remembering that it's all falling into place Mm -hmm. because, you know, change often to to get to something better. Sometimes it requires disruption. Like I've had times in my life where it feels like on every angle, things are falling apart. And I get to keep reminding myself, everything's falling into place. Everything's falling into place. And then I can hold it with much more lightness and see the possibilities because when I hold it as it's falling apart, I want to like, even as I say that, right, I want to grip onto it and hold it tight. And so when I, when I remind myself that everything is exactly as it should be, or everything is falling into place, then I can find possibility. So that sounds like a powerful mantra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Having that kind of everything's falling into place. I like that. I might try that one myself. Mm-hmm. All right, Laura. So um, Laura has provided an amazing, an amazing gift for listeners. And I'm going to talk to talk about it in just a moment. Before I do that, Laura, any last words of wisdom or things that you'd like to share? Yeah, so my wisdom around um, your intuition and checking in and being inspired is to really give yourself permission to go at your own pace, Mm. to really be right where you are and remember that what you're working on is opening it up for you. So it's just like um, I'm watching the Olympics. Some people might watch the Olympics and, you know, I'm not going to compare my handstand to the gymnast (laughs) handstands because that's not, that's not where I'm going in life. But, but I get to honor what does work for me, the handstand I can do. And so know that, that I really encourage you to be at your own pace. And anytime the comparison comes up, Theodore Roosevelt said, comparison is the thief of joy. Mm. And it's so true. So anytime comparison comes up, it's like you're working with you. You're working with you all the time. That's all that's there, you and you. Right. Yes. I like that quote a lot too. Comparison is the thief of joy. So yes, we get to be in relationship with where we are and in appreciation for everything that every step that we've every step that we've taken and not in comparison with all the steps we haven't or where we think somebody else is. Exactly. Because all of our journeys look different and the way that my healing work in the world is different than the way yours comes out in the world, Linda, is different than all the other healers we know because right. it's unique to us. And if we're trying to be someone else or do it the way someone else does it, we're, we're not in our full power and contribution in the world and not able to access as much happiness and joy. Right. And it's kind of like flavors. That's how I look mm-hmm. at it. Like, you know, like, exactly. like being, I love going to ice. I love ice cream and, you know, all the different flavors. And, you know, sometimes you feel like vanilla and sometimes you want chocolate chunk with a lot of uh, nuts in it. And each of us has a different flavor. And if we compare ourselves and think, oh, I should be more vanilla or I should be more chocolate, we're not actually appreciating the flavor that we are. 
Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There we go. So embrace, your <laughs> embrace your flavor. Embrace your flavor. Embrace your flavor. Name it and, <laughs> and carry it with you everywhere. <laughs> Chalk full of nuts. I think that's me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, so listeners, here's what Laura has uh, provided and the link is going to be in the show notes. So you get to experience her crystal bowl healing. How amazing is that? You can have your own shifts and own magic from listening to one of her recordings. So we're going to have a link. You can click on it and you can listen to Laura's amazing recordings to help break free from your past or bring in something that you would really love to have more of. So they're going to help you align to your vibration and support you and be magical. So thank you so much, Laura, for providing that for the listeners. Oh, you are welcome. They are game changers. So just um, clear your mind, allow yourself to be present and have no expectations and see what magic is waiting for you. So thank you so much. That was Laura Hackle from Artful Healings. And please go to the show notes to get the link to her special gift. I also wanted to let you know that I have an upcoming video that I'm offering for free. And I'm super excited about it. It is three secrets to jumpstarting your intuition. So if you would like that, you can also go to the show notes, hit the link, and join me there. Can't wait to see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to leave a review and share this podcast. To learn more or to book a personal session with Linda, go to innerclarity.biz or click the link in the show notes. And may you always trust your wisdom.